Hello and welcome to the Magic Story Podcast, where we go behind the scenes with the people who create the worlds and characters of Magic the Gathering. I'm Blake Rasmussen, and I'll be your host, and I'm joined today, as I pretty much always am. Pretty much always now, yeah. By Queen of the Cat Dragons, yes, as we established thank you. Thank last you episode. Thank you for getting that right. Queen of the Cat Dragons. Yes. Allison Hi, Blake. How are you doing? <laughs> doing good. Yeah, now that you've got your title. Yes. Cat Dragon. Yes. So we are going to be talking, actually, today about cats. I promise I'm going to do my best not to break into a rendition of memory from the musical Cats. Oh, man. Yeah. I we, promise. I'm pretty sure we're, we're pretty legally sure we're not legally allowed not to do that. To do that. <laughs> oh, I, I can't stand that musical. Anyway. Sorry. Go. Please. Anyway. Uh, so... Allison? Yes. Are you a cat or dog person? Dogs forever. Why is Dogs that, forever. Why is I, that I, the I, first question anyone ever asks when they're talking about either cats or dogs? Um, probably because like people have really firm opinions on it. Like I've never met anyone who's like, um, I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I, most people like have made up their mind by the time they're over the age of six, whether they like cats or dogs. That's true. Uh, I'm, I'm a dog person, but I adore my Kemba deck so much. Oh. Yeah. I have I, I've been a dog person my mm-hmm. whole life, yep. but uh, my wife cat person. So now we have a dog and two cats, which mm. means you, um, need, you need to you we need are to outnumbered playing field. Yeah, um, but I I, I, I kind of really like our cats, Basil and Pepper. Your, your dog great. is the best. My dog is the best. Stella's Just for everyone at yeah, home. Stella's to know. Stella's, Stella's the sweetest. Wonderful. Yeah, Stella's an oh, amazing she's dog. So nice. Um, our cats are jerks, but. Um, they're, they always they, are. They have, their, right? they have their moments where they are where they are sweet. Sweet and loving, yeah. Uh, yes, or when they attack my dog. Also the the dog is not the alpha in that group. The dog has oh, she wouldn't be, 40 yeah. pounds on both of them and <laughs> just has nothing going for her. No. Anyway, um, so of the C-17 tribes, mm-hmm. cats are the only ones that are actually a real thing on Earth. Well, that's a very assumptive thing to say. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen a dragon. Well, we are wizards, so. We are we are wizards. Yeah. We, I, know thyself, Blake. I Jeez. have no ability to return things to people's hands or cost them an extra mana uh, before countering it. So I, I, I draw my own cards. Oh, that's fair. Frequently. That's true. Yeah. We can draw cards. We can do that. Wow, we're wizards. (laughs) So wizards and cats are Mm -hmm. the only two C-17 tribes that have uh, real counterparts on Earth. Indeed. So tell me about how magic cats are different from real world cats. Uh, It depends. Uh, There are house cats, of course, but Mm -hmm. there are also cat races like the Leonin. Uh, Mm -hmm. The latter are sentient while the former are not, no matter uh, matter what your crazy aunt... Cat lady thinks. <laughs> Basil talks to us. Yeah. Yeah. This this episode's gonna get off the rails. As, it is uh, for it's every cats. time I bring I'm up so my cats. I'm so sorry, people at home. I swear we'll be on topic. I swear. Back to it. <gasps> so um, what? Now, now we just saw cats on Almond Cat, mm-hmm. um, and I think those are the kind of house cat type ones that yeah. you're talking yeah. about. So so how are the the Almond Cat and Hour of Devastation cats? Different from cats in the rest of the known multiverse. Uh, so the uh, cats on Almond Cat are the size of Dobermans, uh, which is the primary like primary difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, elsewhere, um, cats can be more like normal cat sized. Uh, sometimes they are leopards or jaguars or uh, lion 
looking things. It could be just straight up Savannah lions. Uh, but again, like there are still those like sentient cat races too uh, that appear throughout the multiverse on several different planes. Uh, and one is even the member of the Gatewatch. That would be... A Johnny. A Johnny. Good old Johnny. He's so great. Yeah. Uh, so where? So prior to Amonkhet, uh, where else in Magic's story have we seen cats? All over the place. Uh, they're in Kaladesh. They're on Innistrad, Theros, Tarkir. Sometimes they're just kind of like pretty pouncy window dressing. Like they're part of the plane, but they're not like the main focus. Other times they're straight up main characters, uh, like a Johnny or Miri are. Okay. Um, let's let's talk a little bit more about a Johnny while we're at it. Um, what? Uh, how much of his catness? Mm-hmm. Catness. Yeah, that, we're gonna go with that. Catness goes into <laughs> his character. Uh, so uh, remember uh, when I read those like super fun facts about uh, Nicol Bolas from uh, the Dragon episode? Uh, so I went back to that same document that we made for Johnny um, to pull out some uh, just kind of like standard standard facts about him. Uh, he's Leonin, so he has some talents unique to his race. Uh, he has better night vision than a human, but a reduced perception of color. Uh, he can move silently, is easily the best sneaker in the gatewash. Uh, he has average strength for a Leonin, but that's still a, like a hell of a lot more than a human's. His sense of smell is acute. Uh, he can tell when a wound is infected just by scent alone. Um, and his affection is more house cat than wild cat. Uh, he can sense when others need help and has a naturally comforting presence. Uh, so this cat plays more into his personality than into his like physical characteristics. But uh, while Ajani was a warrior once, he doesn't kill anymore. He wants to comfort and heal. And I think that's very house cat-like of him. He's kind of gone from being like a wild, like a wild cat to like, no, I want to be a part of civilization rather than at the outskirts of it. Man, you don't know house cats very well. Yeah, I don't really own house cats. House, like, house, no. I tried to approach this. Okay, like I tried to approach <laughs> this from how like someone who likes cats would talk about that. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The scratches on my arms say differently. Right. Yeah. No. I love my how, cats. How is, They're wonderful. If we were asking honest Allison, how is a Johnny like a house cat? He's got claws. <laughs> he's rude. He's not rude at all. Like it's it would it would be a disaster. I I tried to approach this from a fair perspective. No, no, no. We we appreciate that. Cats are great. <laughs> We love cats. We love cats. I love my cats. We love cats. They're just not five in the morning. I, I love Ajani, though. He's one of my favorite characters. Uh, Ajani, that we yeah, have. Ajani's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he's he's wonderful. So um, let's let's talk more generally about cats. Sure. Again. Um, when we're talking about cats in magic, uh, what mechanics do we associate with them, and why are none of them mechanically invoking being lazy, pawing my face for food, or sitting in random boxes? Uh, the answer to the second part of that question is probably that it didn't really uh, match up with how magic is ever played. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, for for mechanics that we associate with cats, um, it's mostly like attacking and blocking buffs. Uh, so this creature can't be blocked if X. This creature gets why when attacking, etc. Uh, not all cats, of course, uh, but the deal with cats is to find ways to either make a lot of them or make one of them huge, or both. Shout out to my Kemba deck. <laughs> they, they seem to have, at least some of them, an affinity for uh, equipment Yeah, they, well. they like they like items, which is kind of funny because real-life cats uh, also like stealing, like stealing things. Yep, um, that is definitely true. Yeah, but uh, equipments and cats go together really, really nicely. Um, I swear I'm going to try not to tell too many cat stories in this sense, but... <laughs> we've oh, already we've gone, gone the We've crossed that. We're past that. But, um, so, speaking of equipment, um, our cats... 
They have a bunch of toys scattered throughout the house. Naturally. But they have this one thing in particular, which is a stuffed carrot. And it's so cute. Every, it, it ends up all over the house, but every night the same thing happens. Oh. One of them, does, usually basil, but sometimes pepper, uh-huh. will hear them meowing as if they've got something stuck in their throat. It's what? like a deep meow. And they are bringing the carrot to us and presenting it to us as a gift. <laughs> like you hear a lot of, you know, cats oh, kill God. mice or cats birds or something so that weird. present them as gifts. Here's They're indoor one. cats. And so they they present us <laughs> with this carrot every night. That's so and sweet. And it's the same toy. Oh, my gosh. And um, one time uh, Shauna, my lovely wife, thought that ba- it w- this, this happened during the day, so mm-hmm. it was not the nighttime presentation. Uh, so she thought Basil wanted to play. And so when Basil presented the carrot, she picked it up and threw it across the room. And and Basil just, I know they're cats, but he just gave her this look. Like, I just gave you a present and you threw it across the room. He didn't oh. move. Oh, no. He did not go after the carrot. He just stood there and stared at her. Oh, my God. And it was the funniest thing. Cats are that so is, weird. They're so weird. They're so weird. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, now you accept it, though. Like, I know. As a, as a willing uh, offering. If, if I had been part of the unset team, I would have tried to get an equipment carrot, stuffed carrot oh, into it. God, it's, oh, Maybe for the next so one. Weird. Are so Maybe weird. for the next one. Okay, back, back to Magic the <laughs> Gathering. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move on to the legends mm-hmm. of the C seventeen deck. Um, let's start with Miri. Mm-hmm. So we've had a couple versions of this Weatherlight crew member. We have uh, printed from both pre and post curse. Um, so for for those of us who don't know. Not us. I know about it. For those of our <laughs> listeners who don't know what I mean when I say pre and post curse, uh, tell us tell us a bit about Marie's story. Well, it's less of a pre and post curse and more of an alternate reality and actual reality situation. Ooh. Player chaos was wild, y'all. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, Miri's backstory: um, she was banished from home for having two different eye colors. So that sucks. Um, studied under Multani and had a big old crush on Gerard. Who didn't? Am I right? Uh, she joined the crew of the Weatherlight, went on tons of adventures, and later on uh, there was this uh, this big like final battle sort of thing, and Miri let uh, this dude named Krovax kill her so that Gerard would save himself instead of trying to rescue her. Uh, so in Plater Chaos, we see the alternate reality of that situation. Miri strikes the killing blow to their foe instead of uh, Korvax, the other guy, leaving her be the one that is cursed. Uh, she later becomes uh, Evansar of Wrath, uh, and eventually Korvax ends up killing her anyway. So she dun, dun, dun. she dies of heartbreak anyway. Uh, and in, in the other situation, like, it's, I, I have a lot of feelings about how that character was treated. Uh, punishing unrequited love is a super kind of 90s trope. Um, but uh, at her core, Miri's a really interesting character. She's a lot of fun. She is uh, pretty, pretty, pretty strong as a, strong as a card. And, uh, yeah, so that's, the, that's kind of her backstory. Okay. So what, uh, what is... What point in time does this version of her represent? Uh, so this is a bit earlier on before uh, before the whole, like, uh, dying and or cursed <laughs> thing happened, uh, when she is alive and well and a member of the Weatherlight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to uh, the face of the C-17 uh, cat deck. 
Arabo. Arabo. Arabo uh, is a, a snow leopard lion. You can look at all the uh, snow leopards in the background. They're pretty. They're pretty badass. Uh, so uh, he's a primordial being uh, that scales the mountains of his world, independent by nature, uh, but has learned to tolerate the presence of the other cats who come to pay respect. I like the independent by nature. That's just just, just, to, just, that's to, just cats. Just to you like sitting at home. Like remember, he's a cat. He's, he's a cat. He's a cat, guys. He's a cat. Guy's yeah. a cat. He's a cat. He's a cat. Uh, but uh, lions uh, are social animals, and he is like kind of part lion. He looks mm-hmm. very liony. So uh, it's it's kind of a weird balance of well, I don't really want to be around others, but these cats keep bringing me uh, like metaphorical stuffed carrots. So <laughs> fine, you can stay. All right. How about uh, Nizan? Uh, so Nizan is a Leonin from Naya, uh, was once an ordinary blacksmith, but his life changed when the conflux merged his home with Bant. Uh, he found as, fame as a weaponsmith for the knightly order on Bant, uh, and now has a hammer of invincibility that comes in handy with metalworking. Uh, so sidebar, actually useful magical abilities are my absolute fave. Uh, magical realism is my favorite subgenre of anything by far. I love seeing people do ordinary things in extraordinary ways. And I love that this dude uh, has a hammer of invincibility. He could go all Thor, but you know, he just he just wants to he just wants to practice his metalworking. And I, I love that. So does does Nizan know a Johnny? Uh pro- you know, possibly. Okay. Yeah, actually that would that would be a very interesting uh, story to see in the future. It would be a that very interesting be. story. To yes. Hmm. Um, okay. So there, there are only so many legendary cats in all mm-hmm. of Magic. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to touch on a few of the other ones sure. that are in C17 that are all reprints. Yep. Um, so what can you tell us about Jareth? Uh, Jareth is from Dominaria. He fought in the Grand Coliseum, uh, which was an attraction on Otaria run by the Cabal. Uh, he's super buff. I've, I've always loved his art. Uh, Raksha is a Ka on Mirrodin. Uh, she's got some sick, sick metal abs, uh, which I always really loved. Uh, and Kemba was Ka regent of the remaining Leonin in the Razorfields, uh, relative of Raksha. She fought the Phyrexians, um, and her, and is my favorite commander, and I love her. <laughs> Uh, so does that answer my next question, your favorite magic cat? It doesn't. Uh, I, I think a Johnny, like okay. hands down, is is my favorite magic cat. Okay. Uh, he's one of our most emotionally complex characters uh, mm-hmm. and is such a great example of the kind of mentor I'd want to teach me about life. Uh, I love that not only has he had uh, has he suffered through terrible things, but that active growth from that trauma has affected his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that we've been able to see him grow as a person, uh, which while we do get to see with lots of our other characters, not so uh, not so firmly and clearly. Yep. Um, so I, I really, really love the story that we're telling uh, with this character who learns to be a better a better mentor from his mistakes in the past. Yeah. My favorite magic cat that that one's tough. Mm-hmm. A, I, Black cat is the first Aww, one that comes yeah. to mind. Uh, it's just it's just kind of a cool little fun piece of of magic. That's just it's just Aww. a black cat. It's black, just an black unlucky black cat. One of like the very first cards I remember playing when I first oh, learned yeah. how to play magic. Yeah, I, I started in the uh, back in back in the old back in the old Innistrad days. Yeah, and I, I remember like being like, oh, it's just a cat. I know what those are. 
Yeah. It's pretty small. It makes it easy like to understand. Like a cat. Yeah. I get it. Also, the foils are amazing. Really pretty. Yeah. It's true. Really look good. Super pretty. Um, so, have you written in a Johnny story before? No, I haven't yet. I really want to, though. Okay. So, is that your answer to that question? Uh, which, which cat you'd most like to like write a story mm, about? I, I would love to write a story about a Johnny. I'd really like to write one about Brimaz. Uh, okay. King of Oreskos. And I would really, 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 really love to write a story about the both of them together. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what do you like about Brimaz? Uh, Brimaz, uh, I, I, like, I like being able to see, like, a king of the jungle who's also a lion. Like, it's, it's very tropey, but I also really like how he played into the rest of the story on Theros, uh, learning what the Leonin were up to during, uh, during all the, you know, god stuff uh, was really interesting to me. I, I've always kind of liked... Uh, those sorts of like, well, how does this random group uh, deal with what's going on in the rest of their universe? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would love to check in with uh, what the Leon and there are up to now that you know one of the there's all there's all sorts of god nonsense that just happened. Yeah. Now um, let me ask you a question that actually has nothing to do with cats, but has, has to do with your answer. Do you? Hope for or envision a day when when we can tell more of those uh, kind of side stories that uh, that are, that are that are fun and slices of life. Uh, and, and I would love to. I, I it's those are those are always my favorite stories to tell are the are the small ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of funny like if, in Magic Creative like there are different people with different skills uh, for writing things. Like mm-hmm. uh, Ken Troop is the go to guy if you want like weirdness that is huge and massive and life-affecting. I'm the one you go to if you want, like, two people sitting in a room talking about their feelings. <laughs> uh, I, I always, I love I love the small stories. I love things that remind me of the life that I lead in extraordinary places and in extraordinary ways. So I would love to be able to tell those sorts of world-buildy, uh, like, scene painting kinds of slice of life stories. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of our fans really like those too. We definitely heard a lot of that feedback. And since I've joined the team, I know that I've made a, an effort to include as many of those kinds of stories as possible while still making like the main plot happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that those are filler or a distraction. I think that they enhance uh, the worlds that we are trying to build. Yeah, I would agree. Um, all right. So I think that's about everything we have for today, but cool. uh, before we go, yes, would you like to subscribe to Cat Facts? No. Okay. But well, do you have, have any you can share yeah. with us? <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me check my notes really quick. Uh, oh, it's on the other sheet. Uh, yeah, uh, my my last uh, my last cat fact is a uh, dog's rule, cat's drool, except in commander decks. <laughs> That's okay, it. we'll accept it <laughs> uh, because otherwise we're gonna go into more stories about my cats. Yep, yep. And we're not gonna do that. Uh, so be sure to be sure to tweet Blake for more cat stories or more cat, cat stories. Um, well, thank you, thank Allison, you for all of the uh, cat knowledge Thanks. we could possibly fit in Ooh, this. And for everyone listening, be sure to tune in next week because I'm going to be talking a lot about Ixalan, like a lot. Like a lot of new stuff. Like so, so much. Like I like a lot. So please tune in. Yes. Um, yeah. So we'll be back next Wednesday to talk about that. We will talk to you then. Thanks. Bye.